Good morning. Welcome to worship this morning. We have so much in store for you, as you can see behind me. We have several guests here who are a part of our small uh, ensemble of instrumentalists who are going to assist this morning with our wonderful choir cantata. So you're in for a treat. Welcome to all of you. And welcome to all of you who are, especially those who are our guests this morning and visiting. We're glad that you're here. You'll find in the bulletin uh, lots of information about what's happening in the life of our church, especially in the coming weeks as we prepare for Christmas. We hope that you'll join us on Christmas Eve. We have services at 2, 4, 6, 8, and 10 o'clock. So uh, we'd love to see you at one of those services or maybe more. Um, a couple of announcements as we begin. Uh, we've, following worship this morning at 10.30 in Fellowship Hall, we have an adult education forum in which we're looking at the names for the Messiah. A book by Walter Brueggemann, who's an Old Testament scholar, looks at all of those names that we hear in this season that have been used for the Messiah. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, all those names. If you've always wanted to know more about that, 10.30 Fellowship Hall this morning for a wonderful discussion. I do uh, report with some sadness that Foster Shannon, a member of our church, died a week ago. Uh, there was a small memorial service for him yesterday. Uh, sorry? Foster Decker, excuse me, thank you very much, I appreciate that. We want to get that one right for sure. Uh, also, Lee Taylor, who's uh, at uh, Monte Vista Grove Homes, is um, uh, passed away, and there's a memorial service there at Monte Vista Grove Homes tomorrow at 2 p.m. Um, also, this year is an unusual year because uh, following Christmas Eve services, we turn around and Christmas Day is Sunday. We will be having worship on Christmas Day at 10 a.m., one service here, the whole church family, so uh, we hope you can join us for that service. And then the following Sunday, which will be January the 1st, we'll be back to our regular schedule at 9 o'clock and 10.30. So uh, we look forward to having you join us for worship in the coming weeks as we celebrate Christmas. Now, as we begin our worship, let's prepare our hearts to worship God together. Sing aloud, O daughter of Zion, shout, O Israel, 
Rejoice and exalt with all your heart, O daughter Jerusalem. Let us join in prayer.
My friends, we come together to celebrate Jesus Christ. We are a community called to love each other, to love the world in his name, to be Christ-like. We recognize that as strugglers and seekers in the world, there will be times when we fail at being the very best of ourselves. And it is in those times that we know that our loving God has come to us and provided a place for us to confess those sins so that we might receive and remember that we are the forgiving people. So with that in mind, let's go to God in confession together. Gracious God, our sins are too heavy to carry, too real to hide, and too deep to undo. Forgive what our lips tremble to me, what our hearts can no longer bear. We stand in need of your grace, and yet we resist it. Set us free from a past that we cannot change. Open to us a future in which we can be changed. And grant us grace to grow more and more in your likeness and image. Through Jesus Christ, the light of the world, we pray. Amen. Generous God, hear us now as we lift up our personal prayers of confession that we might receive the wonderful light of your healing. Amen. My friends, I have such good news to bring you. These are from the words of Jesus, our Lord Savior, who said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. I declare to you in the name of this wonderful Savior, we are forgiven. Thanks be to God. <coughs>
In time, the long-awaited promised one did come, shattering the night, the dark night of hopelessness and dismay for the chosen people of Israel. But he came not as many had anticipated, for God chose two common individuals to fulfill the divine plan as the earthly parents of the Messiah, a carpenter named Joseph and a young maiden named Mary. Caesar Augustus had issued a decree that a census be taken of the entire Roman world. Everyone was to return to their ancestral home for the census. Joseph and Mary went to the town of Bethlehem, the city of David, because Joseph belonged to the house and line of King David. While they were there, Jesus was born.
just outside of Bethlehem, there were shepherds in the fields keeping watch over their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, the great, the quiet routine of an ordinary watch was shattered as this night became like none other, none other that they had ever experienced. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone brightly around them, and they were terrified. The angel said to them, do not be afraid, I bring you good news of great joy. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly the sky was filled with a great company of the heavenly hosts, appearing with the angel, praising God. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace and goodwill to all.
the children to come join me in front of the communion table. And if you are an adult sitting on the center aisle, would you take those friendship pads and sign that you're here? Let us know of a specific prayer request that you might have. This is a challenging season for all and also a joyful season, and we'd like to hear about those joys and concerns. enjoying the music. I have, yeah. It's wonderful to see and hear all of the joy that's in this room and praising God. And you know what? I haven't always loved music as much as I do now, but maybe you know this. I learned that there's some secret things in the music that helped me pay attention when I was a little bit younger like you. There are some secret things, and I don't know if you know about any of these. Some of the things are, there's this guy, he lived about 250 years ago. His name was Bach. How many of you know Johann Sebastian Bach? Yes, there's a lot of hands raised, absolutely. One of my music teachers, when I was learning how to play a piece by him, told me that there was a secret signature at the bottom that he always put. It was these letters, S, D, G. I bet one of you probably know this, but it stands for something in Latin, which of course I didn't know back then, but was soli deo gloria, which means that he was a Christian, and he had this secret thing that he would put, and it meant to God alone be the glory. So I thought about that multiple times because I have been in church for a little while, and there's some people who I know who say, I, I don't like singing. I'm not gonna ask you to raise your hands, but I know there's some of you out there who don't like singing. Or you say, I only sing in the shower. That's the only place. That's where I sound the best. Some people say, well, I don't like that music. Some people are a little bit confused about music because they don't know a song or so. But it was always important for Bach especially that everyone knew that music was something to be celebrated. Whether you like the music or didn't know the music or only sing those music tunes in the shower, he wanted you to know that there was something special about it because music is created by God. It's amazing. Okay, but it gets even deeper than that. Did you know that in some Christian music, actually most Christian music, they actually put extra God inside the music? So, there's this thing called triple meter. It goes in triples. What does triple mean? Three, right? And when we think about that kind of thing, we are reminded of God. God is three in one. And so, actually, Thomas Agajanian told me this the other day. He said, well, I know that Christian meter, usually the songs are in threes. And that's why. Because God is three in one. And so they put that theology inside the song. And the next thing that I thought was really, really interesting <coughs> was that oftentimes something is repeated. Do you know what repeating means or echoing means? It means I say something, you say something, and it keeps on going, right? So oftentimes in songs, things are repeated. It's because it's an important thing. So in lots of Christmas music, you'll hear something said or a musical line performed, and then it'll be repeated by something else. So Bach actually put in angels with violins, and then 
so you know the angels would always say like this is this is the day Jesus is coming it's so amazing they didn't say it like that they said it in more biblical terms but then the shepherds <coughs> would go and say it again and they wouldn't be playing it with a violin they would then be playing it with flutes or another reed instrument and it would be repeated over and over and over again and why would we want to repeat something because it's so important. And so we are listening to wonderful Christmas music that has been repeated over the generations. This isn't the first time that these words have been uttered. These melodies have been sung. This is generations later, and our job today is to go out and to keep on singing. Whether it's in the shower or whether it's with our neighbors or friends, Keep on singing. Well, before we go off to Sunday school, let's pray. Would you repeat after me? Because these are words that are wonderful to repeat. <coughs> Dear, God, Dear God, thank you so much for Christmas season. That we get to tell of the good news of your coming as a tiny baby and how that will transform the world. Help us always to sing that and pray that and shout it from the tops of the mountains. Shout it from the tops of the mountains. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, let's go off to class. <laughs> When the angels had left and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off to Bethlehem, where they found Mary and Joseph and the newborn baby, who was lying in the manger.
when the shepherds had seen the newborn Christ child. They spread the word about what they had witnessed. They shared the news about what had been told to them by the angels and what they had seen with their own eyes. And all who heard them were amazed at what the shepherds had said. But Mary, the chosen mother of Jesus, treasured all of these things and pondered them deeply in her heart. The, the shepherds, shepherds returned to their fields, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, which had been just as the angel had told them.
there came a man who was sent from God by the name of John. He came to bear witness to the light, the true light, that gives light to everyone. This radiant, holy light of God, Jesus, the Messiah, was now in the world. And though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. And yet to those who received him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. The word became flesh and lived among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son of God, full of grace and truth.
after Jesus was born in Bethlehem, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem seeking him. Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. After consulting with the chief priests and teachers of the law, Herod sent the Magi to Bethlehem. Go, search for the child, and when you found him, report back to me, so that I too may go and worship him. They went on their way, and the star that they had seen in the east went ahead of them, stopping over the place where the child was. Entering the house, they saw the child with his mother, Mary, and they bowed down, and they worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh, having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod. The Magi returned to their home by another route.
Were you there on that Christmas night? In many ways, you were there, and so was I. From shepherds to magi, the most common people to the most sophisticated, we have all been invited to kneel before the Christ child who comes to free us from the chains that bind us. God has chosen ordinary people like us in the same manner that Joseph and Mary were chosen to share the love of Christ with our world. On this day, like that first Christmas night, we're humbled by the incarnation story that God would come to us in human form. Celebrate the great news of a miraculous Christmas night. Invite Christ to be born anew in your heart. Sing with angels, shepherds, magi, and people of faith. Glory to God on high. Glory to the newborn King.
the Magi brought their gifts to the newborn king, and ever since, wise men and wise women have brought their gifts before our Lord and Savior. You know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for our sakes he became poor, that through his poverty we might be made rich. So let us return a portion of what God has so generously given to us. Will the ushers please come forward as we receive this morning's offering?
gracious God, we do give you thanks for your faithfulness that secures our lives. And in a world where so much is fleeting and only temporary, we thank you for that which lasts and builds for eternity. Receive these gifts and offerings in the spirit in which they are intended and use them for the sake of Christ. Set our hearts on the things that are eternal. For we pray in the name of the one who is the beginning and the end, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Turn thanks to God for their gift. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which transcends human understanding, will keep constant guard of your hearts and minds as they rest in Christ Jesus. Thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> 